and for me, it was a fine line between not listening to people who were trying to change what I thought was important for my values and what I thought the world needs. Because some people were like, well, you know, the world doesn't need that. And I was like, well, I have this small group of people that's really excited about it. <laughs> and that group might grow and it might not grow, but these are the people that I want to serve. Welcome to Mindful Business Founder, the podcast for fashion business founders seeking to build a meaningful and profitable business. I'm Liki Tang, and I'm here with you today to find out how mindful founders build strong businesses that deliver value to people and to the planet. Today's episode is the second part of the conversation with Kathleen Aldett founder of Your Authentic Image, an image consulting business that Kathleen has been running for over 20 years. In the first part of our conversation, we talked about how Kathleen is helping her clients advance in their lives and careers by showing them how they could connect who they are on the inside with how they show up in the world. We also talked about Kathleen's perspective on today's environmental changes in the fashion business and how she is using her business as a platform to raise awareness. Now, in this part of our conversation, we will have some serious business talk, but not too much. Kathleen will share with us some parts of her entrepreneurial journey and some of the learnings she got along the way. So welcome again, Kathleen Odette. Now we'd like to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. How long have you been running your business? Uh, formerly about 20 years. Yeah, I've been in business, not as an image consultant, longer than that, doing color, makeup, and things like that. But as an image consultant, about 20 so do you work with your clients physically or distance or how do you work with your clients? How do you? Yeah, I do both uh, private in-person work and virtual work. I mostly fly to the West Coast where all of my stores are, all of my equipment, all of my resources are. Uh, and, I'll, and a client will fly into Nevada or California and I'll work with them. But a lot of my work right now is virtual, of course, because of COVID and because of uh, this, the state of the world. And I had moved a lot of my business online uh, last year. So I'm really glad I did that. So I offer um, virtual courses, virtual workshops, and um, virtual styling. But my private work is my, is my favorite, I guess, because I'm working with people. I love people. I love to be with them and watching the transformation and hearing their stories and where they're where they want to go. So I do both, I do both in person and virtual. You mentioned that you've been working with colors, with makeup for the past 20 years. Now you're an image consultant. Why do you choose to become an image consultant? Why did you start? I really wanted to do deeper work than just uh, styling. Mm. somebody so I used to just go into people's closets and look at their clothing and decide that they might need some new outfits and so we would go shopping and pick some new clothes and come back and uh, six months later they would have had more clothes but they wouldn't be any further along in their ability to dress themselves 
and I knew that there was something I was missing. So after I had a stroke in uh, in the um, long time ago, in the mid-90s, I realized that I couldn't dress myself anymore. And I sort of felt like I was saying some of the things that my clients were saying when I would go back into their closets after six months. I don't know how to dress myself. I have all, all these clothes. I don't know what to do with them. My body's changed. I, and I realized I needed to, for me, if I was going to go back into the industry and stay an image consultant, at that point, I didn't know if I was going to, um, I needed to approach it from a more holistic point of view. And that's when I really changed my business and came up with your authentic image and decided that it needed to have a more holistic feel, connecting everything, mind, body, spirit. I'd like to go back to 20 years ago when you started did you have a business plan? How was the launch? Did you how did you find your first clients? How how was it? <laughs> yeah, a business plan. Uh, I did have a business plan. Uh, okay, okay, so the first five years I had no business plan. That's All it. right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and I stumbled and mumbled my way through things. Uh, and then I did. Um, I met with a woman on the West Coast who had a business, and she's the one that said you need to have a plan. And she also said, you need to go back into working from a more holistic point of view because you have the experience now what it's like to not be able to get dressed. I didn't do well without the business plan. I needed some sort of guidance and mm -hmm. I needed to figure out, uh, you know, oh, you need a separate checking account for your business and oh, you need, a, <laughs> you need to separate everything and you need to be official and I maybe even have an office or something. So you don't have to have an office now. But I'm, back then I realized I needed to give myself a space to create credibility and authority. That, and I didn't know how to do that. And so I, I was really glad that I had some mentors in my life that helped me, that helped me do that. Did you get a proper training in image consulting or psychology? Yeah, I did get proper training in image consulting. I went to school for it. And uh, I continued to go to school for it for a few years, uh, back to the same school and taking classes online and still keep up with workshops and courses and anything that has to do with color or art or and not so much fashion, but just how we as human beings stay creative. That's my latest thing. And as far as psychology, uh, I do. I love it. I read it. Mm. <laughs> I read a lot about it. Uh, a lot of my clients are therapists. So something, there's some connection there, right? I probably mm. have 20% of my clients are in some sort of a therapy role. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I love Brene Brown's work. Mm -hmm. Anything that has to do with how do we learn? How do we create? How do we figure out who we are? Uh, and how do we sink into that and then move forward? So continuous learning is very important for you. Yeah. Going back to your experience. Well, I'd love to hear some stories from your learning journey. Like maybe you have some stories of a situation where when you started, especially when you started your business and um, something that happened and you were in total panic mode and it's it's like you know this is the end this is the end of the world but 
know, because you're full of resources, because you've been running this business for 20 years, obviously you're full of resources and you overcame the situation and you learned something and you grew and now you can look at that situation and have a good laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Is there any good story you would like to share or you could share? Well, I'm trying to think of a good, I have plenty of stories. I don't know about good. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I will say I used to think I had to do it all. Mm. I had to do it all, right? And uh, I had to learn it all. Um, I do wish that I had learned uh, WordPress, you know, along with pottery and watercolor and other things <laughs> I've learned. Uh, it would have been very advantageous. But I would say I had to learn to ask for help because I thought I could do everything. And I had to learn to ask for help uh, based on my values. So I would say the biggest story I don't want to see people repeat that are in business is to not listen to themselves about where they want to go. Mm. And to think that if someone squashes an idea or they get some feedback and it's negative, they think, oh, I need to go in a different direction because people don't like what I'm putting out. Rather than staying in a lane of, no, this is who I am, this is what I'm putting out into the world, this is what I'm shipping, and it has value, and I'm just going to continue to show up every day with this without looking at what the other people and what they're saying. Not that you're putting your work out for others, so you're thinking about you know, who they are and what they want. That's different. So it's a fine line, right, between, and for me, it was a fine line between not listening to people who were trying to change what I thought was important for my values and what I thought the world needs. Because some people were like, well, you know, the world doesn't need that. And I was like, well, I have this small group of people that's really excited about it. (laughs) And that group might grow and it might not grow, but these are the people that I want to serve. And I had people saying, but no, you want to be you want to expand your message or change your message so that you can appeal to more people mm. and be bigger and be a guru. And I think I have fought against that for a long time. Mm. And I continue to fight against that to just say, no, I, I have my lane. And um, it's not that I'm not open to stuff, but I'm really bent on serving the people that need what I have and that are hungry for it and that are going to tell other people, hey, we're, we're suffering around this thing. Here's someone that has some answers that have helped versus the opposite of what I just explained. So without repeating myself, does that make sense? Or did I just go off on a weird diatribe? <laughs> it does completely make sense. It's like, you know, uh, sometimes when you have a business, you try because other people are telling you, you know, I have this idea you could do, you could expand your business so you could please that one, this person, this person. And in the end, because you want to please too many people, you end up placing no one. No one. And you're not serving no one. So that's right. totally makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And this is what I believe as well. This is um, what I'm um, up and against all the time. Because it's so easy to, to sidetrack, as I call it sidetrack. Because you have your own vision and who you want to serve. And other people will come and, and give the ideas. Which is not bad in a way but I think mm-hmm. it's it's up to us as a business owner to decide 
okay, this is a good idea, yes, but it's not for me. Yes. Or this is a good idea and it is for me. Mm-hmm. But you cannot be, you know, take too many ideas and and because it will end up being someone else's business and not your business and not, it will not reflect your own values. That's why I build it. Yeah. Yeah. It it's such a you could have such a huge conversation around just this one thing, right? Just staying in your staying on track with what what it is you're supposed to be doing or what you think you're supposed to be doing. And also listening to the people that you're trying to serve. You do want to hear what they have to say because you're serving them. But when you do have all those distractions or things coming at you, new ideas, and some are good, right? How do you know what to say no to and yes to? Yes. I realize that I can say no to opportunities mm-hmm. and it's fine. I find it very powerful. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Somebody called me, um, uh, not an image consultant, but a stylist called me a couple months ago and was asking me some questions and about going into business. And I was very free with my information. And she said, uh, how do you um, get clients that will pay you? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't take them unless they want to work with me and unless they can pay me. Like I, I think you come to that place where you're like, what I have to offer is really valuable. And if you understand it, then you're going to want to work with me. And that's who I want to work with. You can say no to people that have a different vision of what they want for themselves. You can say, no, that's not the kind of work I do. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing, but but I think so. Like just being able to say no to what doesn't work for you. And that's a hard place, right? Because if someone's coming at you with a lot of money and you need money, for your business you're like oh oh, yeah take everybody and in the beginning sometimes you do that yes so about your work what brings you most joy in your business and what makes you you know in the morning jump out of your bed To, to go to work to go to work yeah get ready and go to work what excites you about your work right 10 feet from my bed right now well everybody's work is yeah, yeah, these days, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, yeah, I that's a great question. Um, I think for me, I am I'm a teacher at heart. That's what I initially went to school for. Was um, I went to college uh, to be a teacher? I was an English major, and uh, I love learning. And I always think if I can be in touch with a client during the day, and they move just a little bit, even if it's just a little bit towards uh, figuring out for themselves who they are and what they want and how they want to dress, that's what gets me out of bed. So just this, these small little steps. Sometimes, well, for example, I have a client who's texting me a lot right now. So mm-hmm. if you're a private client, you have unlimited texting and email. And, and um, for the most part, people do not take advantage of it. But I have a client now who's just hysterical because she's been texting me with tons and tons of pictures of stuff she's thinking of buying. And uh, I keep saying to her, you know, these are the questions I'm going to ask you. And finally, I got a text this morning that said something like, I'm sending you a picture of these sandals. I know that you're just going to ask me the same questions, but I'm sending it to you anyway. (laughs) And then, and then, and then five minutes later, I got a text that said, 
I figured out which ones I should buy and I'm really excited. Like there's just this shift where I'm like, I'm watching, <laughs> teaching them and you know, it's really up to you. I'm going to guide you, but you really have all the tools. I said, if you mm. would ask yourself these questions, you would be able to figure these things out. And so I love that. This, she's like, I picked these. And she sent another text. She's like, I picked these because the tops are sparkly and I'm sparkly. And she is. She's very outgoing and bubbly. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, this, this is great. So even that's something small. But um, I love stuff like that where they're just people. I find people learning and growing and moving towards uh, who they are, how they're created to be. and and, and that makes them happy and, and more productive and more useful in the world, I guess. Useful to them, useful to their kids, to their partners. Yeah. And so what I hear is that what makes you happy is when you make people grow. Yeah. When you see people grow. Yeah. 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 I do. I love that. That's beautiful. So what's next for your authentic image? Any new projects, any new developments? Yeah, it's funny you're asking me that because in a couple of days, I'm having a, a, a gathering of people that know my business well to talk about a new venture, a new website, a new name, just uh, shifting a little bit more towards an internal spiritual place. And um not sure exactly what that's going to look like because there are some of the moving pieces are not in place yet, mm -hmm. but I do have a, a online course prepared and I've run a beta test. I'm about to run a second beta test. First one went great. And uh, it's so really more online work, online workshops. And I really am going to hone in on um, starting from the inside and that's going to have to be the basis of everything. So yeah, I should stay tuned. I'm redoing my website as we speak. So it's going to look different probably in about a month. It's going to be totally revised. So that's exciting. A lot of work. That's why I wish I knew WordPress. <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of changes happening. And where people can find you if they want to connect with you? I think that one of the best ways they can connect is just send me an email. If they want to connect and say, hi, I would love that. That's Kathleen at yourauthenticimage.com. But uh, one way to connect with me to find out what's going on and what I'm going to be doing and what's coming up is to go to my website and uh, scroll to the bottom and just sign up for my blog. And in the blog, I blog every week and I tell people, or just try and share some things right now that are positive. That's what I've been doing for the past few weeks with COVID. Just trying to be positive. I got a great note back yesterday. That was, it was kind of funny. Someone said, um, I really appreciate your email among all my other emails that are too long. <laughs> <laughs> great. So I'm like, it's short. So my blogs are short and have uh, good info in them. And so sign up for that. And that's the best way to find out what's going on with me. Lovely. Thank you very much, Kathleen. Oh, you're welcome. It's a privilege. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What resonated with me from this part of my conversation with Kathleen is the importance of listening to ourselves about where we want to go with our business, who we want to serve. And once we are crystal clear about it, we need to show up consistently. This is key for your business to be successful and sustained over the years. At the same time, 
we also need to find the right balance between staying in our lane, serving the people according to our own value, and to be open to the outside world. And as Kathleen explained, there's a fine line to be found. I've also learned that the attitude of continuous learning and not being afraid to ask for help is also very important for a business owner, especially if you've been in business for a few years because the world around you is evolving and you want your business to keep up with the changes. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did and that you've learned some useful tips and ideas that you can implement in your business. As usual, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at podcast at themindfulfounder.com podcast at themindfulfounder.com. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon. Did you like this episode? If you enjoyed listening to Mindful Business Founder, it will mean a lot to me if you can share this with your friends who are also in their sustainability journey. You can also subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Bye-bye now. Oh,